Welcome into the Tickets Basketball Postgame Show. Featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! You're gonna go out of here. That's a big eight tournament champion. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That smile. What was that smile for, Nicole Griffin? Are we in? Are we We're going? In. I've never done this. We're live. This is amazing. This is, like this is. It's we got the full crew. Usually I get like a little nod from Big Sky, and you know he's just doing a lot right now, so yeah, he he's gives busy. me the little go ahead. So welcome in. This is uh, not Ticket Weeknights with Nicole Griffith. This is the Nebraska Men's Basketball Post Game Show. I am joined with DP, ma'am, Nick, hasn't Long time left. No Big Sky and Eric Strickland is joining us um, like he always does. Hall of Famer. How you doing tonight, brother? What's going on? What's going on? How well, are we, you guys? This is why we called you. <laughs> we, we're we trying to make sense of the madness that is. Uh, first thought, first reaction, kind sir. 78-71 Hoosiers uh, get the win. What is your first thought? I, I think they – at least hustled a lot, lot more tonight. I, I saw them getting to loose balls, balls that were on the ground. I think that's definitely a tribute to Trey being back. Um, you can see with standing coaching, he was, you know, Bryce looked like he was playing a little bit more effective defense, keeping people in front a little bit early. Um, other than just the late reach behind that lap man happened to get his hands on. Uh, but for the most part, they looked like they were scrappy. Um, again, rebounding is an issue. Um, that especially in the second half when it counts and they seem like they would continuously get it down to, you know, five points, six points. And, you know, it, it gets back to that. I'm, I gotta be the hero guy, whoever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. It's that one, that one drive and that defense comes over and you don't make the next play. You got to You've got to understand that you're there. No one's gonna let you in the second half give you straight line drives. They're not. They're just. They're not. It's not gonna happen. You may get it early. You may get it first half. You may get it second half. You may get it early in the second half. But you, the when it counts, you're not getting that. And that's when they they've got to decide if we're gonna win these games. We've got to make the next play. And they did a good job of drawing the defense. They continued to the challenge. Uh, TJ uh, TJD and the issue with that is some of them got blocked and that's what I'm saying I mean I saw instances where they made drives four guys in the paint you've got to kick it you've got to you've got to say this isn't my turn I did my job and that's what that's how they're going to get over the hump and they the Hoosiers, Hoosiers didn't play great they didn't do anything spectacular to 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 win the game but they did what they had to on the road, they did what they had to. And so I, I saw a lot more fight, though. I saw a lot more fight. And, you know, they just got to get over snide. They got to figure a way to do it. I just don't see it right now. Uh, Miss Griffin, you were speaking before we went into the postgame. What's your gut feeling about this team? It's just disappointing that you have a team that's going 0-8 um, in Big Ten play, and they – are at the bottom of the standings in the conference. And this is a fan base that doesn't want moral victories. And especially because it's the third season and in, in under Fred Hoiberg, yes, he's had complete rosters 
turn uh, roster changes and he's had he has players out with injury they just got Trey McGowan's back tonight I mean he's medically cleared to play but you know hasn't played in over a month so you know what's the energy going to be like how is the team going to vibe and you know now they get a break a little bit of a break they don't play till Saturday but they're at Ohio State and it's just it's just disappointing it's hard to watch Nick um I, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as Nicole, honestly. Uh it's it's disappointing. I thought the effort of the game that I part of the game that I was able to watch was better. Um forced fourteen turnovers, but one thing I didn't I'm looking through the stats right now, Indiana didn't hit a shot in their last three minutes of game time. And in crunch time, you need somebody to step up. And I think Nebraska got that player back tonight, but once again he's been gone and and unable to play for such a, a, a substantial period of time that now that he's back it's just going to take a second for him to get back into into um, doing what Nebraska needs for him to do on a consistent basis and so with that being said Nebraska they kept it close unfortunately like Strick said and, and what we've talked about before with Ohio State and and other games they just need to get over that hump they need that guy to step up and get over that hump Let's go around the group. Who thinks they can get over the hump before season's end? Nicole, do you think they can ever get over the hump? Will this team ever be the version of it that fans are hoping for? What is over the hump? Win a game in the conference? Be tournament eligible? <laughs> like, what is this hump? Like, That's, that's Fred legit. Was, Fred was supposed to come in here, and all he had to do was, like, win a postgame game. NCAA tournament game and he could ride off into the sunset and there would be a statue built about him. They can't even win a conference game right now. Did, did you did you really think, contrary to the sales pitch, that with the roster that existed when Fred got here, which was zilch, he had no roster. Well, he hasn't had a roster. This is the first year that he's had some consistency. Okay, so is our expectation unrealistic or is the is the mission unrealistic? I think, I mean, the mission's not unrealistic. I think it's just, is it a is it a player's thing? Are they not recruiting the talent? I mean, you can see that they they play like an NBA style, shoot threes, don't rebound, and run down the court. Well, that's why they're here. That's that's what big boy basketball is. But they're not winning games that way. That's the problem. Yeah. And you have to give time for this roster to look like an NBA roster, like everybody else's Big Ten roster. We don't have that yet. Yeah, so, like, does that mean you just get rid of Fred and redo the whole staff all over again? Or do you just give him more time and hope that they recruit better players? I, I, would, I would ask Strick this. With Ramel Lloyd coming, Blaze Keita coming, is and a five-star in place, and then the return of another year of Trey McGowan's and Breidenbach coming back, et cetera, et cetera. Is the talent level ever going to be Big Ten worthy? Do you know if that's going to happen? You know, Trey, Trey, I think Trey needs to come back being that he's been injured. I, I don't think he should leave. I, I will I go out be, on a limb and say that I think Trey comes back. Okay. Do you know if Bryce is going to stay? I would go out on a limb and say that if Trey comes back, the the likelihood that Bryce okay. comes back is greater. If you if if you assert that, then I think with with what they have coming, um, the issue for me is not even that 
they can't compete or that they don't have the tools or that they don't have the pieces. That's not what I see. What I see is goes back to the little things for me, right? For example, this is a consistent thing. So I'm not seeing progression in these areas. And until I see that, I can't assert that there's going to be change. For example, shot goes up, TJD goes up, nobody puts a body on him, he misses the tip, he comes down, and he's the only one that goes up and bangs it and tells everybody and their mama about it. Mm-hmm. Gets a technical. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm talking about. When am I going to see that? Now, I did see, I, I like what I saw. I'm going to be honest now. I'm going I'm to switch it up. I like what I saw um, out of, um, oh, my mind just skipped a beat. Hold on one second. I liked what I saw out of Andre Eduardo. Okay. I, I liked what I saw out of him early. I think he's coming. I'm seeing progression from him. He used to just, he used to look oblivious out there. Like he didn't know where he was at. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I, I like, I like how he's kind of finding his way now. You know, he's not fumble ruski the ball all the time. <laughs> you know, he's, he's kind of starting to come along. That's I'm seeing progression. I'm seeing him fight inside for rebounds. But when I see five people from the Nebraska squad standing there, just looking at, TJD continue to jump and bang on you, that's not progression for me because that's why you're losing games. I I have to. On the other end, I'm seeing Indiana, when that happens, Derek Walker was in the same position that TJD was. He goes up, but guess who? Four Indiana guys are in there going after the ball. I've got to start seeing that type of progression or we're going to continue to be having these types of conversations that Nicole's talking about. I I have to be honest with Nicole and it's just just, sometimes, like I love the fact that Nicole's here tonight because she gets to just say it. I'm scared. No, don't be. Why? Why? Here's the thing. We try to give balance and when the force is that things, you're 0-8 and people have everything to say about the 0-8, I still have to remember that this is Nebraska's team. Like, this is it. Like, there's no – like, we've got to remember to talk about them, not only for their performance, which is one side of it, but we also have to remember that these are the sons and daughters of Nebraska. So, I will lean on the side of thinking of the young people playing the sport. I let you guys say what you want to say about it because you're basing it from truth and fact. So I'm never going to doubt or question. Nick no understands that sometimes I will play devil's advocate. Oh, big time. Just <laughs> <laughs> I've also I mean, right you, like you learn to just stand up for yourself, though. Stand up for what your your opinion is as well. Well, her her I mean her opinion's valid. That's why I wanted Absolutely. her on in this space. I mean, what are you going to say that my opinion's not valid when they're an 0 and 8 team in conference play? No, oh. I would have laughed if you had said Great anything point. else. Oh. I would have laughed if you had said anything else. Yeah. Like I Great just it, it, it's there. I don't want you to feel like I'm a, I'm attacking. Yeah. No. No, you're good. No, I. I like, just, I sometimes I feel bad too, cause like I feel bad for Fred. Like with a minute left, they had this really long zoom on him, and he just had his arms on his hips, <laughs> and like his face is just really long, and he's like, "What is, what's happening? No, no one wants to lose. I, no one wants this to happen." I, I have a, I have a question for Strick. Is the whole the rebounding example that you were talking about is that an effort thing? That's what I'm saying. And, and is that it's like, how, how do the coaches like, coach effort? That's that's. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the way I, you may not have been on some of the other shows, but the way that I try to explain it when DP and I are talking mm-hmm. is 
I would have to have a meeting with them and give them heart checks. Like, Oof. like, like, like face to face. Like, do you guys want to be? <laughs> do you want to play basketball here? They, because one no one's rebounding the ball. Yeah. So you can just keep I mean, losing. That part. It's like, it's, it's crazy to me because I'm like, I'm like, put your freaking nose in there yeah, and at least jump or at make least it look like you're trying the second time that something, <laughs> I mean, but just, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. This is what I'm looking at. Yeah. I'm looking at them. Oh, uh, oh, you've got to anticipate that balls are going to come off or they're going to miss it. What I saw from, from the other squad that I don't see from them is for example, I'm seeing Geronimo, great name, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm seeing him do Geronimo's type stuff in the rebound. Latman had a problem. But for me, it wasn't even that Latman wasn't in position. It's that he wanted it more. He worked that much harder. Lat kind of tried to use his arms. You're too thin, big boy. You got to put body. You got to put body and A and all that stuff on somebody. In order, you can't stick your arms out there and hoping that they're just going to, a hustler is going to get you. And that's what I'm seeing. And it's just, it's just little stuff like that. It's, 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 you're, you're, you're getting your stuff tossed out continuously, but I'm going to continue to try to drive and I'm going to shoot floaters over three people. Okay. It works two times, but let me try it six and trying it six. Now you're two for six, you know, or two for seven trying to do that. When are you going to make the next one? Now, what I did say, I'll love. I'll switch it up. I loved early on that Bryce McGowan's made two or three great passes on a dime to let man for threes. That's the type of stuff they got to do at the end. That's the type of stuff they got to do in the crunch. But everybody kind of has this, I got to be the hero. I got to make this. And you're making the play. You're bringing everybody and their mom to you. Now you've got to make the next one. Or... You're driving in the lane and you try to make this. First of all, it can't be an air pass because hands, mm-hmm. active hands are getting that. It's got to be a bounce pass. So, you know, you get in the paint and then Verge tries to make some great. I'm not, I'm not coming against them. I'm just saying you, you've got to make the right play there. If it's congested, guess who's open? Don't make that there. Whip it out to that guy over there in the corner or in the, uh, at the wing. They just the, the IQ for me. The, that's what just kills me. The IQ kills me. I'm I'm just like, you know, you guys. As much film as I'm hoping you're watching, you've got to see this stuff, bro. I, I, that's what's dumbfounding me. Strict. I mean, we can be honest. We don't think that there's that level of film study going on. Not to repeat <laughs> what you do every for 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 twenty games, you're doing the same thing and haven't adjusted. Some of that yes. can be attributed there to not one, right? Like, I mean, that's like what's blowing me. That's what's blowing me. A couple of numbers to go down. And, you know, like we, we go down the numbers. This was a night where Nebraska had 64 possessions. So we understand that turnovers play a part of it. 13 turnovers in 64 possessions. All right. So we understand that 20% is not a space that Nebraska can live in. It's too many free, too, too many empty possessions. Let's also go to the numbers that, that jump out 24 rebounds in, in, in 40 minutes. 24 rebounds. Like, you, you can't win a Big Ten game with 24 rebounds. You just – I don't yeah. care who you're playing. You can't, and it has to be purposeful. Um, Derek Walker with three shots. These are the numbers that I've circled in, in the scorebook. Yeah, why does Derek Walker have four points? 
I, I, I don't understand how a team can forget success as quickly as this team has. DP, can I speak on that real quick? Please do. Here's the difference. TDJ, Derek Walker posted up hard tonight. Mm-hmm. I saw him have angles for the ball. The difference is, is their freaking guys get to the wing and they figure out how to get it in the post to him. Our guys get to the wing. Um. Oh, no, no. And it's because they want to try to go off the pick and roll. Feed the man the ball. Mm-hmm. Let him work. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's blowing. Their guys saying, he's got him. I'm getting it to him. Yes, they're putting pressure on him. But at the end of the day, they get the ball to the guy. Now, the other part is Nebraska turns people over regularly. The issue is Indiana, only one turnover more than them, but had six more. That's the difference in the game, isn't it? Yeah. Six more points off turnovers, right? Six more points off turnovers and off second chance points. There you go. Like those are the, the those are the plus That's numbers. The stuff. Yeah, there those are go. the plus numbers that are fatal in Big Ten basketball. Um, up and down the, the stat sheet. So uh, Bryce leads the way with twenty point six of thirteen from the field, seven away from free throws uh, with five rebounds, but four turnovers. Verge nineteen points on seven of fifteen shooting, uh, four assists, but three turnovers. He did have four steals, so let's give credit for his on ball pressure. He was better tonight on ball defending than he has been since the beginning of the season. The numbers that concern me the greatest. Uh, Mayan get off to the good start. Went cold. Hit his first three threes, went cold after that. He finished with nine. Um, a highlight of the day is the return of Trey McGowan. Seven points, hit a three, came in and got them out of some sticky offensive situations. Actually played, ready for this drum roll, played at a plus four. His minutes on the floor tonight. Added value back in the lineup. It, uh, it, it matters. Eduardo Andre with a plus two. McGowan's, Wiltshire, and Andre were the plus uh Plus minus number of leaders tonight and not enough minutes for those folks. 21, 21, and 21 minutes. Um, this is the first time since the bad part of the schedule where Nebraska scored on half their possessions. They did some things well offensively. It's just this team has to figure out, one, what their identity is going to be when games get close and you have must-score must possessions, and then who's going to take those shots. Like, they don't know. They get close. They get within four. They get within three. So is that a coaching? Like, why is that not distinguished this far in the season? Because you haven't had – so imagine that what you planned on doing in the offseason was having Breidenbach and Walker on the floor late in ball games with Trey and Bryce and whoever was That's going to play the point, yeah. right? That hasn't happened. Then the second best option is for you to go big, double big, go with Eduardo, but he's not consistent enough. Then in pressure, having your captain, your emotional leader, your physical leader, your 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 heartbeat, your heartbeat, having that guy missing, you can't do that. It's the same thing in a newsroom. If you have somebody that carries the mail for you and keeps you guy in line, and then that person goes missing, everybody else scrambles. You hope somebody steps up. You can't expect them to step up. So we still haven't seen the version of this team that Fred hoped we would see. But we still haven't fixed the things that Fred could have fixed with to the people get they, to that right. point. Like yeah. they could have held water without Trey, without without 
goggles without like you could have done that goggles Breidenbach uh, but how you can, dare you speak ill of Breidenbach no that's a compliment oh, yeah, he but, loves it no he loves it he came in and gave us full permission like, okay <laughs> Strick hold that thought hold that thought we'll go to break uh, we'll come back this is the postgame show on 93.7 the ticket back to the tickets basketball postgame show featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine year NBA vet Eric Strickland on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket Welcome back into the postgame show, the Nebraska men's basketball postgame show, alongside Eric Strickland, DP, Nick, and Nicole, and Big Sky. You should put yourself first. Sometimes like, I, you're f- the star I, I kind of, kind of break down. I forget the names. I freak out. You know, but doesn't <laughs> I matter. Forget, I forget about myself. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are my friends, and I forget. So, Nebraska falls to Indiana 78-71. Story of the day, Trey McGowans comes back. He plays 21 minutes and has seven points. Bryce McGowan's led the team 20 points, 35 minutes. He also led the team in rebounds, or he tied. No, he led the team in rebounds, or he tied Andre in rebounds at five. So, Strick, talk to us. What What is next for this team? They go, they have a few days off, and then they have Ohio State. Is When will this, when will this W come in the win column for this team? <laughs> I mean, it's just like what we said. I mean, if this if this continues and and these 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 little cool these little things continue, and there's no change in it, um, I don't see them winning. I mean, you you go out to Rutgers and get your head beat in, and you would hope that you'd have a shot at that one, right? But let's let's just let's just walk it down. I mean, they're six and thirteen right now. They're zero and eight in conference. And when we look at what's coming up, they got, like you said, Ohio State. They got another top, uh, top, close to top 10, top 15 team in Wisconsin. You got your head drub. You got them at home now, but you got beat by 30. So this team is very confident. Michigan, even though they're not playing well, you got to go there. You're, you're one in 29 on the road. So uh, look at that one. Maybe Northwestern, Minnesota. At home, maybe. You may have two there. At Iowa, mm, don't know. Maryland suspect, you're at home, maybe. Uh, on the road, you're one in 30. <laughs> so, uh, Penn State, it gives people fits in Penn State. I'm, I'm trying to look and see. If those same issues continue, I don't see it happening. Because some of those teams, even though they may put, be potential road wins, if you're not doing those little things, they're going to play harder because they know teams. This is this how it is, Nicole. Teams, their goal is steal the ones you can steal on the road. This is how you get to this is how you get to the tournament. Steal the ones you can steal on the road. Win a couple that you don't expect to win on the road. Then win the majority of your home games. Mm-hmm. Meaning, uh, if you have ten home games you need to win at least seven because you, you may not, you, you may not be Purdue at home. Okay. Just, just, just say what it is. You may be able to snake, you know, Michigan state, maybe at home, you may be able to steal. That's the way you got to look at it. But if you can't win at home, you don't have the heart to win on the road because home teams are like, we got to get this one, you know? So that's why I don't, I don't see it happen. I, I think, I think they may win three. 
Nick? I think they may win three games by the end of the season. It, it's a gut shot. Um, when you take a step back and see where this program's at, same thing for what I kind of said in the beginning. Um, it's it's disappointing because I think myself included, I'll just say myself, I'll use my, my own opinion. Um, at the start of the season, looking on paper and, and hearing from the coaches and hearing from the players, you feel really good about this team. And there's good reason to feel good about um, the potential for this team. Unfortunately, through the first, they're 6-13, and 13, so 19 games, something just, there's some disconnect there. And um, we've seen them put solid halves and then not continue into the second half, like we said, with certain things. And at that point, I don't know, and I guess this would be a question for UDP and Strick, but I don't know if it's them falling back on what's comfortable or if it's panicking and what's comfortable to them is to pull up or to waste the shot clock until 10 seconds and not try to share the ball and then try to cross up a couple guys and throw up a floater. I don't know if that's what's comfortable and that's what they resort to when they're down four in crunch time, but something there's some disconnect there where it's um, something's got to change if they want to start winning. Strick, I'll, I'll let you have that one. Yeah, that, that's that's a very good point, and that's that's the way I see it. It just seems like you, you resort to what you think you – used to know and our best at thought worked for, right what, what you, you think you're best at that's a, that's exactly. a big part but the that and that's the part that is is like the opposite of what it's it really is mm-hmm. the opposite meaning that when you penetrate to the basket early on do your work mm-hmm. because late in the game it's going to change they're going to adjust they're going to load they're going to do something, they're going to run you off the three. So knowing that, um, my mentality changes from the first half to the second. It's not going to be the same. Because they're saying, when they go in the locker room, they're saying, okay, Tamanaga's hot. Run him off the three. So my change mentally has got to be, I know they're running at me now. I'm shot fake. I'm one in. If they don't come to me, I'm mid-ranging them. If they come to me, I'm making the next pass. That's my next job. My next job may be not to score uh, 15 points in the second half. Yeah, I had 15 points in the first half. My next job is to make the next play to the person to make sure we're getting a good possession and a good shot. That's where they're not. That's their disconnect. Their disconnect is to fall back. Okay, it's tight. Their mentality is I got to make a play. (laughs) Wait, yeah. You do got to make a play, but you're thinking about it wrong. The play may not be for you to take the shot. The play may be for you to draw three and four people at you to make sure C.J. Wilcher gets a good shot or to make sure uh, Eduardo Andre gets a good shot because they're not thinking about Eduardo Andre, right? So you get deep as you can, pop him a little bounce pass, pop him whatever to make sure he catches it, in a position that he can make a play. That's the play. You've got to find the one that they're not thinking about. Bryce McGowan's, they're thinking about you. Uh, Verge, they're loading on you. So somebody else is going to be open. That's the problem. That's the disconnect. And when it gets late in the game, that's why they can't score. They're not making the next play. It's not even going to be a one drive to the pitch for the shot. It's going to be one drive, two drives, a pitch, another drive, a kick, and a swing. That's where your good shots come against good teams 
And that's how you're going to get quality possessions, and you're going to probably make more of those than you're going to miss because the defense is tired. A defense, we're talking basketball just as a coach, a defense, uh, a marginal defense, they can re- they can they can recover and react for two 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 times, and then mm-hmm. they'll 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 stop. For so that's deep. why you've got to get beyond that, right? You've got to get beyond that. Good teams, good teams can do it consistently. Mm-hmm. So you've got to consistently work for it. But a marginal team, they can do it at least twice. It's like forcing a defense to play defense and play consistent defense throughout possession after possession after possession when you when you make those extra passes. Interesting. I mean, yeah. we get this off the text line. They asked what Big Ten record is. Um, Nebraska is now five and twenty-two in the Big Ten and six and fifty-two against high major teams um, under Fred Hoiberg. And zero and eight this year. My question with. Um, Sorry, I just had to put that in there. That was the question on the season. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to dog on this team. I'm really not. Um, Tomonaga, he had two points, one of two shooting, zero, f- three, zero three-pointers, zero free throws, zero rebounds, one assist, one turnover. As a starter, like, is it Strick, is he just having – or DP, is he just having, like, an off night? Or when w- – not a lot of productivity, even when the offense isn't running, isn't working for you, you know, to make off-ball changes in the game. We talked about that, but I'm going to let DP go ahead and dig it because we've talked about that part of it, and we've talked about some switches that we think maybe should happen, but they're still rolling with what they're rolling. But, DP, I'll let you dig it. Uh, First side of that, I mean, the offensive side of that um, has to be measured with the defensive side of that. So him going head to head with Stewart and holding Stewart to two of two of four six points in in twenty seven minutes, don't devalue what this team needs on on a high level, which is somebody who will spend their energy on a defensive end. This team needs to pay adage to the old, pay homage to the old philosophy that if you're going to rest in a ball game, you rest on offense. You don't rest on defense, but too many of these players rest on on defense, and it, and it shows. Tominaga is not one of those people. Tominaga is one of those people that when he comes in the game, Fred knows exactly what he's going to do, where he's going to do it, how he's going to do it, and this team needs that. They need for somebody to be consistent in in how they execute. Now, I think the place for Tominaga would be coming off the off the bench, because that energy off the bench excites the crowd. It doesn't. It allows him to kind of see how things Sixth are working. Man. Yeah, to come in and do that sort of thing. Or seventh man. Like I, I like the idea. If they decided to go with Kobe at the point guard at verge two, and then push the the, the two McGowans to three and four with Walker uh, for several possessions, I'd be more than thrilled with it because oh. it'll allow him to do some things defensively that he can't do, and it puts pressure on teams with this system that they run with actual cutters who. Not only have the intention, but the physical ability to finish. That's my hope. But Fred knows his squad. Um, I hope that Fred doesn't die on a hill based on loyalty, that he will go with guys, at least from a change-up standpoint, mm-hmm. having four guys out there, five guys out there who could defend at a high level, high energy, um, and can change the pace and momentum of a game. Um, I want more shots from Tom, Tamanaga, but – I understood what, like, watching him move tonight, his job was to be a defensive nuisance more than it was for him to bang threes. So I don't think that's a a seasonal situation. I don't think that's his energy over the course of several games. But for tonight, it seemed like his purpose was spend your 20 minutes of energy defensively and let's figure out what happens after that. 
That's just me. There we go. I like this because this went quick. <laughs> it did well, go it was quick. Only like, yeah, no, it was even, less than an hour. No, so. but still, thank you for letting us <laughs> like barge in. We had to ask you to be a team player and take over us. my show. It's fine. L- like, like, you, you guys we'll, did a good job. We'll give you another hour next week. How about that? This, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Would you like three hours next week to make it up for you? I'm actually going to be gone next week. I haven't told you yet. Uh, see, amazing how things are found out. Yes, oh. I was going to tell you tonight. All right. Strict. <laughs> love you, brother. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Nick, Big Sky, uh, Nicole, right. thank you for allowing us in your space. And thank you, guys. We thank will, you, Nicole. Yeah, thank you, guys. I will talk to you when I talk to you next. <laughs> <laughs>